In 2019, Adele filed for divorce from her husband, Simon Konecki, in California. The amount of money she obtained over their eight years of marriage came to $140 million. Now, Adele has petitioned the judge to keep the divorce proceedings private, so we probably aren't going to hear what the actual settlement is. However, California law states that all assets acquired during the marriage are to be split between both parties, meaning Adele stands to lose $70 million in this divorce. And guess what? Women are pissed. Let's see what Twitter has to say. This morning, I woke up in a cold sweat and immediately thought of Adele's horrible divorce settlement for some reason. $140 million out of $190 net worth. I hope that dude dies, to be honest. I hope Adele kills her husband and keeps her net worth. That man didn't write any of the songs. If I was Adele, I would do something ridiculous like go out and gamble and purposely lose all my money so my ex-husband can't have it. Just to be transparent, two of those comments were taken from an article, but when I typed in Adele divorce into Twitter, there were a grand total of zero comments from women in support of her husband getting money. And I scrolled down pretty far. Strange how things change when the shoe is on the other foot. That man didn't write any of those songs. What about equality? Her ex-husband Simon was busy at home with their son while Adele was out having fun on her concert tours. Because he was with the child, he couldn't make that much money on his own, and he deserves to live in the lifestyle that he is accustomed to. If it wasn't for his support and encouragement, Adele would never have been psychologically capable of making all of that money during their marriage. All of his work in the home was unpaid, and he deserves his fair share. My God. If it weren't for double standards, then feminists would have no standards at all. You know what? If the rules have to have all these special exclusions, then maybe they aren't good rules. When you design any system or any rule set, your rules should always be as simplified as possible and as universally applicable as possible. Otherwise, things fall apart. Look at what's happening with YouTube. When it started, YouTube worked on the principle of free speech. Everyone knew what to expect, and things were great as long as you didn't do animation. The only rules were, don't be a complete dick, don't post porn, and don't upload snuff films. Those are rules that most people already agree with, so they are easy to abide by and much easier to enforce than the current system. The rules were just largely common sense. Then came in the hate speech policy, and all hell broke loose. Now there are 13 different categories of people you are not allowed to criticize, and probably 25 plus rules of things that you aren't allowed to say. You know the problem with that? Nobody can remember all the damn rules, so you never know if you're breaking a rule or not. Also, the YouTube staff can never realistically enforce every minute rule because 300 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every minute. These rules encourage people to abuse the system. Do you know how videos actually get taken down? Sure, the automated system does some stuff, but most content is taken down by flagging from human reports. The reason why you see tons of videos on the right getting taken down while virtually none on the left get taken down is because conservatives by large believe in free speech and liberals by large do not believe in free speech, particularly young liberals. So what happens? When a conservative sees a rule being broken, they don't flag it because they believe in free speech. Flagging that video would go against their principles. However, when a liberal 
who does not believe in free speech sees the smallest rule being broken, they flag it and get all their friends to flag it because they believe a moral atrocity has been committed. This is why liberal content creators like Lily Singh can get away with saying that all white men are toilets and not get a strike for breaking the rules, but Brittany Venti can get suspended for quietly reading a book. Lily's followers on the left support those ideas, and people on the right believe it's immoral to report it, so she goes free. These rules are designed to be abused by people with a particular set of philosophies, just like Family Court is. And also like Family Court, the abusers on YouTube go completely unpunished. This abuse is a key sign that the rules are bad rules. Now back to Adele. Take a look at this article from Flair. Its secondary title is, This isn't what women meant when they demanded... There's that word again that we see so often with feminists. They demanded which is a forceful action from the more peaceful gender. This isn't what women meant when they demanded gender parity. I actually don't know what that last word means. Let's Google it. Parity, the state or condition of being equal, especially regarding status or pay. Oh, so you meant you want to be paid equally, but you don't want to pay equally. More proof that feminists hate their own stupid rules when they are enacted on them. Again, this is a sign of a bad rule. Whatever happened to treat others as you would want to be treated? In the main body of the article, it says, So our girl Adele has earned some loot, and it would be nice if she could keep it or at least not be forced to give more than half of it to her ex-husband. But to be honest, regardless of the details of Adele's divorce settlement, the most egregious part of this whole debacle has been the online response. Some men are pretty stoked at the prospect of Adele handing $140 million to Konecki, tweeting that Konecki deserves a large amount of money. Aren't you feminists always talking about fairness? Why is it such a surprise that men, who according to the 2010 U.S. Census Bureau, get burned 97% of the time in alimony cases, would be happy to see feminists get a taste of their own medicine? I find it strange how the writer understands the meanings of all those SAT words in her article, but doesn't understand what the word equal means. And by the way, Adele is a feminist who claims she's teaching her son the value of girl power and how to respect women, so I'm a little less forgiving on her divorce case. My response would be different if she did not promote the values that are causing her to lose a chunk of her fortune. The article goes on to say, a lot of people online are making comparisons between Adele's situation and that of Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, whose 2019 divorce from wife Mackenzie Bezos made tabloid headlines. In finalizing their divorce, the former Mrs. Bezos was transferred 19.7 million shares of Amazon.com, a holding valued at $38.3 billion, and one that places Mackenzie as 22nd on the Bloomberg Billionaires Index, a ranking of the world's 500 richest people. While this is a hefty amount of money, and at least on the surface makes comparisons to Adele's situation seem more valid, it's more important to note that Bezos still retains a, retains a, holy crap guys, do you proofread your articles? Still retains a 12% stake worth $114.8 billion, not to mention his other assets. He's legit the wealthiest person in the world, $38 billion is a drop in the bucket for Bezos. That is a really stupid argument to make, considering that Adele is worth $190 million, and she stands to lose only $70 million. I don't know about you, 
but I'm pretty sure with $120 million, I could sit on my ass for the rest of my life with a couple of mutual funds, live an extremely lavish lifestyle, and never ever run out of money. Way to go. If you did the actual math, 70 million out of Adele's 190 million is about 37%. 38 billion out of Jeff Bezos' 114.8 billion is about 33%. By percentage, both of them are losing about the same amount of money and neither of them is going to be killed by it. You are only making this argument because Adele is a woman and family court is not supposed to make women pay. Let's continue. But perhaps what sets Adele and Bezos' situations apart most is that Mackenzie, who was married to Jeff Bezos for more than 25 years, played an early and integral role in Amazon's growth as the company's first employee and someone who helped draft the company's initial business plan. Uh, companies? Are you sure you're qualified to be a writer? If you were a college graduate, Catherine Singh, then I hope you feel like you got your money's worth out of your grammar classes because there are tons of grammatical errors all over this article. But there it is. Any minor amount of work a woman does entitles her to a vast percentage of a man's wealth. At this point, I think we should do some research of our own. An article from Business Insider says that in 1992, Mackenzie Bezos was a research associate at a hedge fund company and Jeff was a senior vice president. Totally equal roles though. In 2013, responding to when Jeff told her about the idea for Amazon, an online bookstore, she said, I am not a business person, so to me, what I am hearing when he tells me that idea is the passion and the excitement. She then describes herself as a tag-along. Here's something interesting. It says that she drove from New York City to Seattle while he typed out the business plan. That is quite a different story from what we heard from Flair. Flair would have you believe driving the car is the same thing as managing the entire business. Finally, Business Insider says that she became an accountant for Amazon. Wow, I had no idea that the gross salary for an accountant over a 25-year period is $38 billion. Clearly, I'm in the wrong field. So why is Bezos' settlement okay but Adele's is not? It's because there's a wage gap in Canada. That makes perfect sense in 2020. To me, it sounds like this writer is really intelligent and has an acute understanding of research and statistics because it's not like there are any significant problems with the wage gap data. Are we done with all this yet? Do you know how ridiculous family court is? Marriage is a business relationship. Most commonly, the husband provides free rent, a free car, free utilities, free food, and a monthly stipend to his wife. If he is lucky, he will get a clean house. If he is lucky, he will get home-cooked meals. If he is lucky, he will get some childcare out of that. So let's call this what it is, a business exchange. For this next metaphor in family court, let's say I've been an employee at Amazon for 10 years. I become unsatisfied with the working conditions at the company and decide to quit. When I give notice, I hire a lawyer and that lawyer tells Amazon that they have to give me half of the net profit that the company made during the 10 years that I worked there. Not only that, but for five years, Amazon has to pay me a portion of its profits every month while I provide no value. Last, if I have any kids during my tenure at Amazon, then they have to pay me a monthly bonus for each kid until that child becomes 18. Imagine if we lived in a world like that. Well, that's what marriage is like. Oh, and it gets worse, 
because it turns out that during the time I worked at Amazon, I embezzled money. I also called the Better Business Bureau and made false claims about Amazon's practices with no evidence. My criminality in this example does not matter. I still get half. I still get paid for not working. I still get a pay bonus for children that Amazon has no dominion over. And Amazon has to pay my lawyer fees. You know what that's called? Slavery. The women who do this are slave owners. Did the 97% of alimony recipients that are women work for that money? No. They even admit they didn't. You have those chicks on Twitter saying that moral support doesn't count when it's Adele's ex-husband because he, quote, did not write the songs, but somehow it does when it's Mackenzie Bezos providing moral support for her husband. Was her being an accountant worth $38 billion? According to Glassdoor, in Seattle, accountants make $78,000 per year on the high end. Here is some simple math. We aren't factoring inflation in, so let's assume she made the most amount of money possible during that time. Over a 25-year period, assuming she worked that entire time, that is $1.95 million. In her divorce settlement, she received roughly 20,000 times that. 20,000 times what a well-paid accountant might get. Remember, she stated that she doesn't know anything about business in 2013. Somehow to feminists, that is fair, but when it's Adele, it's not. So you're slave owners. Admit it. You didn't work for the money, and the money wasn't given to you voluntarily. You are forcing men to work for you against their will. That's slavery. Stop calling it alimony, stop calling it child support, and start calling it what it is. Just because you didn't take the entire paycheck and he gets to go home to a studio apartment every night doesn't mean it's not slavery. What happens if he doesn't make his child support payments? He goes to jail. What happens if she decides to spend the child support on Botox instead of the kid? Absolutely nothing. Ridiculous. If he fails on his end, the government will garnish his wages and throw him in prison while payments still accrue. But he can't even ask for receipts to prove that the money is actually being spent on his child. This whole system is screwed up. Ten years ago, I knew a guy who got divorced and had to pay seven years of alimony. While he was still paying, his ex-wife was in a completely different relationship with two kids in preschool, and she refused to marry her boyfriend, who she had kids with, because if they got married, she would stop getting alimony. She was a slave owner. Situations like that in my personal life made it very easy for me to digest the red pill. Alright, I've said enough. If you like this video, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. All of those links are in the description or on my channel page. Last, if you haven't checked me out on BitChute or Facebook, then you can also find those links in the description or on my channel page. Otherwise, thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.